What is up, everybody? Welcome back. I want to talk in this video about DaVinci Resolve, which I have talked about a lot lately. And this is a software application that I use for color grading video footage. Did a video on that about a week or so ago, and I've had several people ask me since, can you use it to grade still images? And the quick answer is yes. In fact, DaVinci does several things really well. It's not going to replace something like Lightroom or Photoshop necessarily, but if you want to use a nodal editor and use DaVinci Resolve to apply LUTs and color grades that way, it does support it quite Quite well. You can do several things with it. You can bring in still images. It supports several file formats. You can do JPEGs, TIFFs. Um, camera Raw probably won't support whatever your camera shoots, but if you convert it to a DNG file, it does support DNG Raw, which is very cool. The other thing is very cool is you can export a frame from a video to use as a still with all your color grading applied, and that works really well too. I shoot mostly in 4K, so that's 8 megapixels, so it's big enough to do a lot of things with. So let's look at DaVinci Resolve, and I'll show you how you can do some of these things with still images. So first of all, I'm going to show you how you can export a still from a video clip. So right now, this is a video clip that is in here, and I have, you can see the nodes over here on the right pane, and I've applied some levels adjustments, a lot, some color grading, and then also a vignette with some stuff in it. So here's a quick before and after, and there's before that's straight off the camera, and then once I color graded, and that's what we have in the end, and I want to export this as a still image. So the way you're going to do this is you're going to right-click on the viewer here and you're going to say grab still and then what it's going to do is over here on the left pane it's going to put that still there and it puts it there temporarily because what this acts is kind of a, a screenshot of your video clip and it took that specific frame so it saves two things it saves a full version of the image but it also saves the color information so what's cool is I can just use this to apply to other footage if I want so if you want to apply the same look or color grade to another clip you can just click and drag to do that or you can export this as a still and to do that you're going to right click on that little thumbnail then and you're going to say export and you do have the option of exporting it with the display LUT or with that color information or just straight up. And so here's your file formats here. And I usually export as a TIFF file, where you can also just straight export as a JPEG also if you're not gonna do any further editing. And uh, boom, you're done. So that's how you take a still clip from a video file. Now let's talk about how you would bring still images in to work with them here. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to go into the media pane down here at the bottom. And I have a folder here with a couple images in it. I've got a TIFF image and two DNGs. So let's bring in one of the DNGs. I'm gonna click and drag this down to the media pool. Once it's in there, you can go to the edit window and I'm going to select it over here. And what I'm gonna do is right click and I'm going to say, new timelines using selected clips, and it's going to create a timeline. Now this is where this differs from something like Photoshop or Lightroom, because what it's gonna do is it's gonna treat it like video. And so you're kind of still limited into that eight megapixel 4K resolution. And it'll be interesting to see, I haven't checked out the beta version of uh, DaVinci Resolve 14 yet, but if it has some more still support, that would really be cool. So once I've created that timeline, then I can go over to my color pane here and you can see we have the clip selected and I can add nodes and I could, you know, mess with my levels, my curves adjustments and colors and all that stuff. You can create a grade around this or better yet, I'm going to reset all nodes and grades there. We have 
have this still that we grabbed from the previous example and it's still there and this has all the color grading information in it. So let's say that I want to apply this look to this new image here. So I simply bring that over and click and drag and drop it and there we go. Now I have all the color information set up from my previous grade and I'll probably want to edit it further from that, which is going to bring me to my next point. And I want to clarify a few things about working in a nodal editor because a lot of people get really excited about the idea of a LUT. And a LUT stands for Color Lookup Table. It's a file that you can bring into the software that gives it a set of instructions on what to do color grading that image. And so a lot of people will find LUTs that you can either download for free or you can buy on the internet. And the whole idea of just being able to apply the LUT and render the footage out is really cool. But LUTs really don't quite work that way. There's a few things you need to understand about working with LUTs. LUTs are completely dependent on the source footage. What camera was it shot on? What color profile was used? What gamma profile was used? What are all those settings? What is it exposed properly? And so just bringing footage in and applying the LUT, usually you're going to have to work with it a little further. And I want to talk about that because it's really important. It's the same thing you wouldn't work just with Lightroom presets and never tweak anything beyond that. So I want to talk about that. But first, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor today, who are the awesome folks over at squarespace.com. If you need a domain, you need tedforbes.com. Well, you're not going to get that because I already have it. You need yourname.com. You need something like that. And you need a website. You can do all that through Squarespace. You can get your domain there. You can set up an SSL certificate and you can hook all that up and seamlessly integrate it with your Squarespace website or online store. Squarespace is really amazing and they do make it really easy to build a website quickly. And so what I would do is head over to squarespace.com and sign up for the free trial. They don't ask for a credit card or anything and see how it works. Check out the system. See how easy it is to build a website. And if you decide that Squarespace is right for you, I can save you an additional 10% off your order if you use offer code AOP on checkout. So once again, squarespace.com slash AOP. Use offer code AOP for an additional 10% off at checkout. Make your next move with Squarespace. Give a special shout out to those folks for sponsoring another episode of The Art of Photography. So let's talk about grading with LUTs in DaVinci Resolve. Now I have a sample set up here. It's just a clip and I've created three nodes and there is no color grading done at all on here. They're all blank, but I want to use this as an example. So this is a nodal editor is what we call DaVinci Resolve. It works with nodes. And if you consider Photoshop being a layer-based editor, the idea in a layer-based editor is that anything you add to a layer above affects the layers below. For the most part, you can set that up to where it doesn't, but that's the idea behind a layer-based editing situation. So this is nodal based. And so what this means is the nodes work side by side. They don't necessarily impact the same way if they did, if they were stacked into layers. Let me show you what I'm talking about. If I select the middle node here, right? And I'm going to do a quick and dirty curves adjustment and we are going to click and drag the darks and destroy this image. It looks terrible, right? If I click on the node on the right here, I can go the opposite direction and you can see that I can bring all of that back and it didn't necessarily destroy anything. You would never be able to do that kind of thing in a layer-based editor. Consequently, I can also, let's reset that node grade, I can go to the node before it, and I can also bring the blacks up in that, and I can bring it back to pretty much where it was with the source footage. So that's the difference here, is that the idea is that you can make adjustments on one node that don't necessarily have repercussions down the line with other nodes. You can cancel things out. If something's too dark, you can make it lighter in another node. Not that that's great practice, but that is the idea. Now this changes when you introduce LUTs into the equation. When you bring that file in with that color information, it changes what can be done and where. And let me give you an example with this. So if I load up 
a different version of this. And this is one where you can see here I have three nodes that are set up and only one of them has something applied. And you can see the little icon down here that means I've applied a LUT. And so this is a LUT. This is one I found on the internet. This is kind of one of the trendy looks that you see now with the faded out blacks. And let's say that that's what we're going for. It's cool, but I just don't want them faded so much. So if I go to the node before it, and I try to darken the blacks and bring them down, you're gonna see that, whoa, it just starts banding and nothing ever goes black. It just goes a really dark gray. And so let's bring up the um, waveforms here with the scopes. Uh, Shift-Command-W will bring that up and you can see, we'll look at the RGB parade here. And you can see that there is kind of this hard line down here, right around 250 or so. Well, black occurs at zero. So when I move this down, you can see that that LUT has actually put a hard floor in there of how low the blacks will go. It's part of the color information that's, that is that is baked into that LUT. So what I would want to do in this case is actually go to the node after the LUT. Let's reset that node grade. And if I go to the one after that LUT, then indeed I can bring them all the way back down to zero if I want, or I can split the difference. And maybe if that look is just a little too trendy in there and I don't want to have it that faded out, I can, I can make adjustments. So it does matter when you use a LUT, whether you grade on the right or the left, depending on what you want to do to it. Generally speaking, things that happen before the LUT the LUT is locked in. So that's kind of working within the parameters of the LUT. And then if you go to the right side, then you're able to do a little more with it. Now, let me show you an example where you have kind of the opposite thing go down. And I'm going to right click here. Let's go to version two. Let's load that up. And I have three nodes set up. I'm going to grab the middle node and let's go down and apply a 3D LUT. Um, if you look in this film looks folder, everyone should have this because it comes with DaVinci. It's free and these are full of LUTs. And so if I go to the Rec 709 Kodak 23, 383. Let's grab that one. I like this LUT, but it is really heavy handed. And I mentioned that in the last video. And so how would you grade for this? Um, you know, what can you do? So in that last example, we found that, that we were able to fix that by going to the node on the right. So let's go to the one after the LUT. And what I'm going to do here is those, the, it's really contrasty and there's a lot of darks and the blacks are really crushed in here. So if I go to this one, I try to bring the blacks up. You can see that, wow, look, it, it, here's that line once again, remember? And so this is an example where I'm, I'm just raising everything, but I, I don't want it to all hard raise. I want, I want to kind of split the difference somewhere. So let's reset that node now. In this case, I'm going to go to the node on the left. And now when I lower the blacks, you can see that it still kind of locks them in down towards zero. And so I can make this a lot less contrasty. In this case, because I am applying my curves adjustments here before the LUT, and that's really important. So I'll give you a quick before and after, and this is kind of down and dirty, but you get the idea. So here's before with no grades applied that's straight off the camera. Here is after. Those were with my grades applied. It's still a little bit heavy, and I would probably go work on that some more. But my whole point here is that if you're going to get into working with LUTs, it's going to make a big difference of which side of the LUT you apply your grades to. And for instance, in this case, if you just bypass the LUT node here, you can see that everything's really washed out. So it kind of looks to me like this LUT is expecting log footage to come in. So I've had to kind of replicate that in the node before, and that's not uncommon. I mean, a LUT is designed to do a certain thing with a certain way something was shot. And if it's not getting that, it's not gonna look right. And so you're gonna have to understand how to adjust that. And so you're gonna have to experiment a little bit. And so that's typically why I will put the LUT in the middle of two other nodes. And so I've got room to try different things depending on what I'm trying to do to that look to modify that. So I hope that makes 
sense to you guys. Um, I will put a link to DaVinci Resolve. You can get it. It's free. It's from Blackmagic Software. You do have to have a fast computer to handle it. If you have any questions, feel free to leave me a comment. I'd be interested to hear from you. And as always, if you've enjoyed this video, please remember to like it, share it, subscribe to The Art of Photography for more videos. And I will see you guys in the next one. Until then, later.